one of Time Magazine's most influential people in the world. Oh, and he loves his Airstream. Yeah, that's right. Actor, writer, producer, all-around good guy Matthew McConaughey joins us this week on the RV Travel Podcast. I'm Scott Linden. Pretty excited about talking with this guy about his new book called Green Lights but also all the things important to all of us and some lessons from the book that apply to you and me and everybody else who gets behind the wheel and travels in a recreational vehicle. We'll get his favorite destinations, some practical camping advice, inspiration and motivation in this wide ranging discussion from this van lifer, boondocker, airstream puller, Matthew McConaughey. You will learn something, and if you aren't, you need to turn up the volume. All of that coming up on the RV Travel Podcast right after this. Clear2o.com is the website address for RV and marine inline water filters that are quite different than the ones you might be using now. Solid carbon block with a one micron filtering capability now that is like really tiny it gets all the bad stuff out and eliminates bad taste and odors because it is well the the holes are so small nothing but water can get through that's the easy way to put it clear 2.0 is a family-owned business has been since 2008 they offer a whole range of water filtration products for rvs and homes in line dirt guard, sediment filters, anything that you'd like to put in the galley or the bathroom, it's all right there. Stock up right now for the season. Free shipping on orders of 100 bucks or more in the contiguous United States and Canada. That's clear2o.com. Well, he is patiently awaiting <coughs> me to put the right buttons in the right places and turn up the volume. But just a quick bit of, well, let, let me introduce you to Matthew McConaughey. You might have seen him in the Wedding Planner movie or How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days. Maybe you're a People Magazine reader. He was the sexiest man alive in 2005. We're just getting warmed up on his bona fides, but we'll cover some of that when we begin the discussion right now. Well, so excited to have him with us because, uh, as the Jerry Jeff Walker song says, he's not strange. He's just like us as well as, (laughs) (laughs) Hey, say (laughs) you, you're in his hometown many times. Now that I think about it, that's Matthew McConaughey on the other end of the line, as well as being an actor. And, uh, well, I guess I'll call you a media entrepreneur among other things. We'll touch on everything else that I haven't covered yet. But first off, welcome to the RV Travel Podcast. Great to be here with you, Scott. And hello, all you RVers out there. I'm I'm glad Scott started doing this because, hey, article, it's pretty tough to read read a magazine and drive, but now you can listen as you cruise through the rivers of North America that we call our highway. 
you know, and I, I love that phrase, and and I, I caught a photo of you in a, an incredible place. You don't need to tell me where it is, but I want to be there someday. But it's all in our heads. But uh, tell people from which, from where you are talking right now. I'm talking to you from Austin, Texas. I'm in my backyard in one of my four Airstreams. This one is uh, named the Smithsonian because it can do just about everything but fly. Um, it's my fourth one after, uh, um, as, as you all know, when you're living the RV life or even the trailer life, you, you begin to see after a while what you really need, how you really like the ergonomics, what you really, what you don't really need, where you want the light switches, et cetera. So I customized this one, the Smithsonian, um, started off on a napkin in a bar. Um, and that was about 15 years ago. And then about eight years ago, I finally finished it. And it's the Smithsonian. I call you from my backyard. It's my office. Um, I must say I'm a little guilty. This one needs to get the wheels turning on the uh, concrete a little more than I have. Um, but this is one of four where I'm calling you from. Love it. And we'll get back to that topic in just a moment. But, you know, you talk about the wheels spinning and, and some of those other things you just alluded to, especially the uh, notes on a napkin thing, uh, lead me to the first focus for us, you and I, and that is your book, Green Lights. It's, yep. it, you know, I, I want to say it's autobiographical, but it's not an autobiography. It's a how-to book, but it's not a, you know, it's not a self-help book. Right. Uh, congratulations. It's a New York Times bestseller. It is full of stuff that reminds me of my life from Rotary Foreign Exchange to the baseball lifestyle to a particular campground on the Clark Fork in Montana. Uh-huh. <laughs> we'll trade notes on that later. But you know, why did you write this thing? I know why I wrote my books, but you tell me why you wrote your book. Well, I've been keeping journals since I was 14. Um, and I've, I write in my journals every day. Now they're on a, a mobile device where I write in notes. Um, but I kept those journals with me. Um, and I always said, I'm going to open those up and see if there's some words worth sharing with the world. But I never really had the courage to do it. Because every time I looked over that, I was like, oh, that sounds intimidating. And the older I got, the more I started to sort of regretted the idea of looking back over my shoulder, looking at my past, seeing who I'd been. I feared embarrassment, guilt, et cetera. Well, finally, about two and a half years ago, I got the courage to open up all those journals and go away to the desert on my own and say, hey, what the hell do I have here? And what I found was a lot of stories, a lot of people, a lot of places, a lot of prescribes, a lot of poems, a lot of prayers, a lot of bumper stickers. And that's what is in this book. And the title Green Lights comes from, as we all know, it's like the, uh, uh, the, the cover of the book underneath my paperback face is the, uh, it's a traffic signal with three green lights instead of a yellow or red and a green. And that's because what I found in going through my past 50 years is that all those yellow and red lights in my life, those hardships, crises, interruptions, things I didn't like, well, they all had lessons in them that made them turn green so i say that uh in the rearview mirror of life all the lights are green and an apt metaphor for an rv traveler like you and me yes we love green lights you Don't know they tell us go proceed more please put another hundred miles on it go for a million miler let's roll yeah we love those 
and and we and you know the the thing about it we can go real deep into this but i i, I want to get to our our main topic quickly but first off I enjoyed the hell out of your book for a bunch of reasons. And one of them is it is really providing a service to readers. I don't know if you ever were a boy scout. I can't figure that out from, from anything I've done in the way of research, but you are provide, you are serving a lot of people with that book. Do you, you ever think about it that way? Well, you know, thanks for saying that because that's what I've been hearing in different, in different words. You know, I've been on, um, I wrote the book. I hoped it would do well, but I didn't write it so it would do well. I wrote it, wrote it for me. And, 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 and the more personal I got, the more I started to notice that, oh, more people will understand this. They'll see themselves in me. They'll see my stories. They'll see their stories and my stories. And over the past 35 weeks, I've had that's what people come and tell me. Man, this is, a, this is a real service. This book is helping me out. This book is helping me have more fun and take advantage of my successes. This book is helping me deal with my hardships better. Um, this book is just damn good. I laugh my ass off, people tell me. Um, so, I, you know, now I'm, I, I'm a little more conscious of that because that's the reverb that I'm getting back from, from readers um, and saying, you know, I, I have a line early in the, in the book saying, I hope this is, you know, uh, uh, broccoli that tastes good. Like, it's good for you, but I want it, we want it to taste sweet. And that's what I try to do is, as you said, it's not really a self-help book. It's not hard to read. It doesn't put you to task. It doesn't make you feel like, oh, I've got all this work to do. It just hopefully puts you in the seat where you're saying like, yep, I'm going to deal. I'm going to deal with what I got, and I'm going to make the best of it. Uh, you can get that book virtually anywhere books are sold or even thought of or even uh, probably other places as well, including greenlights.com. That's the official site for the New York Times bestseller of the same yeah. name. And everybody on the road, hey, I got it. I did the audio. Yeah. So, so I read the book. That'd be the best way to read it on the road. I love I that. It is because it is a travel. <laughs> it's a travel log. If you want seven hours of entertainment and a little wisdom, put it, get the audio book and have a listen when you're by, uh, when you got the rubber on the road. You know, and it's funny, uh, while it's not Travels with Charlie, there are moments in there when it could be. Yes. It, 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 there's a lot of, I've been fortunate to be able to fill my passport in my 50 years of life, but a lot of that traveling has been the people that we're talking with right now. I yeah. had four years uh, on the road in my Airstream. I, I, I've been to every single state um, besides South Dakota um, in my, in my Airstream. Um, so I lived in North America for four years from the road where all of you are right now. And number one, get to South Dakota. Number two, when you're ready to go, talk to me first. I'll clue you into the spots that you must see. Um, okay. But beyond all that, yeah, you, you, in a lot of ways, I, w I could describe, if I didn't know anything about your background, but the things that we're talking about, I could describe you as almost a van lifer for a while. And now an RV traveler of, uh, well, of a uh, passionate pursuit. W what is yes. it? What is it about the road and RV travel that gets, gets your juices flowing? Unknown mm. freedom, uh, pull over when you want, leave when you want. Hey, 
I've, I've got one. I've only got 110 square feet or however many square feet this damn thing is. I can have one of everything I want. Can't have two because then it's going to get crowded and messy in here. It's a, it's a, it, it gets rid of options of material things that we have in our life. It's a uh, um, the same highway is a brand new journey if it's in a different season. The same highway is a brand new journey if you're coming back the other way and head to east instead of west or north instead of south. Um, the people that I've met, the places that I've gone, the 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 the, the sense of getting. Uh, my favorite office is behind the wheel of my truck pulling my airstream. I I I I, I love it. Um, it's where my where my mind is the most free. Um, it's where I do my best thinking without trying to think. Um, there's something about the motor skill, the simple motor skills of having my foot on the foot on the pedal, my hand on the steering wheel, but I haven't thought about what speed I'm going. I'm not thinking about staying in the lane yet. Both those motor skills are, 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 are I'm, I'm doing quite well. And that frees up the mind. I think in all of us, I think that's part of what everyone loves about being on the road. Um, but destination unknown. You know, picking out a couple of spots, you know, being able to say, what's my calendar? You know, back when I was on the road, it was like, hey, when's Roger Clemens going to be pitching and where's he going to be pitching? Hell, three nights from now he's in St. Louis. Let's head that way. Or where's the Colt playing or one of my favorite bands or Jerry Jeff Walker? Where are they playing? Oh, they're in Albuquerque. Well, shoot, I'm 70. I'm, I'm four days from there. Let's head out and go check them out. Just that movement. And then in this day and age where we have the technology to actually be anywhere from any time, via remotely as you and I are talking right now or a call or a Zoom or a meeting, huh, it's easier now than ever. And I will say this, the only, every time, every million miler I met on the road, you know what their consistent regret was? They started too late. Boom, exactly. <laughs> You're talking Everyone to one. Our <laughs> only regret is I started too late. I wish I had done it earlier. We're just getting warmed up here at the RV Travel Podcast. We'll be back to Matthew McConaughey in just a moment. But got to pay the bills around here. And the first way to do that is to remind you that we are brought to you in part by Soft Start RV. Learn more about their products and the offer I'm going to preview in just a moment at softstartrv.com slash stay cool. Special offer there, save 30 bucks. Regularly, the Soft Start RV unit is $329. Now it's just $299. And as always, free shipping, simple installation. And in fact, if you can't do it yourself, they'll talk you through it on the phone. Free tech support during your installation. No more thumps, no more shaking on the trailer in the quiet of the night as the compressor kicks in almost literally. The clunking is gone. Startup is smooth, gradual, and quiet. That's why they call it softstartrv.com. Slash stay cool is where you get that special offer. And speaking of special offers, here's a freebie for you. rvtravel.com slash who makes what. A 73-page report on every U.S. RV manufacturer, the makes and models of the brands they built. Just click there and it's free. All right, Matthew is waiting in the wings, so to speak. Well, in his Airstream right now. 
A few more reminders, you saw him in Beach Bum recently and also in the other movie, The Gentleman. His book, Green Lights, is available everywhere books are sold. There's the new audio version. There's kind of a handbook, workbook if you want to. And you can get information on all of that at greenlights.com. You know, so so uh, Minister of Culture Matthew McConaughey, um, minister to us, how do we get over that hump and start sooner? Well, like anything, I think it's, you know, the hardest parts of going to the gym or going to exercise is tying your shoes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know? Just get you, you know, you have to, we, we, we have, we all have busy lives. We like to say, hey, let's get our work done. And then, hey, if we look up and go, oh my gosh, I got a few days open. Maybe we'll sneak in a little uh, time to say, hey, I'll go get on the road or take a road trip or, or go camping or something. Well, I think it's, 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 it's just as uh, constructive to our life, even more constructive to actually put plan out schedule those things schedule those road trips in our year and then say hey i'm gonna make work move around this because i'm not moving this date because i know it's good for me and my own health spiritually mentally i know it's good for me and my family if we're together or me and my spouse or me and my best friend or whoever there there is a you know there's always an initiation to getting on the road and trust me everybody out there if you haven't done it the first two days are not easy Mm -hmm. because Mm -hmm. You're heading out, and you're still kind of connected to where you came from. You're still thinking about your cause. You're still thinking about your responsibilities back home. And when you, you lay a good first ten, lay a lay a good ten hour day behind the wheel out the first day, and then stay where you stay, sleep where you sleep. Do it the second day. Usually, I find around day two or three, I start to go, oh, hey, that's that's so far back there. I don't, I, I I'm disconnected from it. Um, and then that's when we start to feel that freedom. Um, but the hardest part is just loading up the tank and pick it, pick out a just pick out a dot on the map somewhere. Throw a dart at the damn map and say, "Let's head that way." And don't be afraid to take the exits along the way, because you'll get inspired along the way, or you'll get interested, or you'll find a you'll come across a you know fresh spring river that you didn't know was there. You'll see you know something on the road or or a stop, and you'll pull over, and all of a sudden. You come out of that, you're back in the RV, and you're like, that was a damn adventure I never expected. That's uh, Matthew McConaughey. Yeah, he's an actor. Yeah, he's a writer. Yeah, uh, among other things. Yeah, uh, And he's also an RV traveler like you and me. You're listening to the RV Travel Podcast. I'm Scott Linden, your host, and uh, just enjoying the heck out of this. You, you know, you... Um, You've mentioned before that you, of all the kinds of uh, RV travel you like, Matthew, one is boondocking. What do you find the difference between that and kind of a more formal campground situation? Why do you like boondocking so much? Well, I mean, boondocking is, is, is the original version of the RV or trailer travel before you had these, you know, trailer parks along the way. Um, what do I like about boondocking? I like about boondocking that I pulled over in Utah because it was getting late and just drove across a desert, parked it, 
grilled boondock and was startled awake at night because a train came by my bed in the afternoon <laughs> and I noticed that I had pulled up five feet away from the track unbeknownst to me. I like boondocking because my alarm clock, another alarm clock has been, say, in Arizona, middle of the night, a coyote howling right outside my door under a full moon at night. It's also, boondocking is a little bit of, it, 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 it sort of um, stabilizes or strengthens my spirit in America because I have pulled up to a farmer's house and asked him if I could boondock on his property and hey can I what would you what would you charge me and they never charged me because they noticed me as just a traveler as, as a stranger and before not knowing I was Matthew McConaughey the actor just appreciate that I was an American citizen on the road looking for a place to stay the night and I wouldn't I was going to leave the property as good as I found it or better um so that sense of trust that you get, you know, um, in, in boondocking when you're trying when you pull over and, and, and maybe ask someone if you can, you know, dock out back or on their property. It's a great ex American exchange that we don't do enough of these days. Actually, we do very little of it um, uh, because we don't really talk to strangers as much as we used to. Um, that would be my favorite part about it, though. You know, you're describing uh, a, a, a very similar experience. My day job is is uh, bird hunting uh, and and we do that a lot out in the country, and uh, it, you're always richer for it. Uh, you 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 learn something from every encounter, and uh, when you go home, you feel like you've added a, yet another dimension to your psyche, I guess. Absolutely, one that you couldn't plan on having before you went out that day. Yeah, yeah. Hey, so um, most of the states of America sometimes they're united sometimes they're not uh if you had to i i know this is hard and you'll probably regret it and we'll have to do this again sometime darn it but uh what uh what where's one place that you've been that you think everybody ought to try and get to well there is this tavern up there in uh, missoula outside of missoula montana <laughs> yeah yeah i've been there so uh oh I can my god tick that one off the list this is on the clark fork over there choctaw bingo man let's go till done let's go to sunrise and roll some dice for a new set of tires baby okay so um, now so now you just quoted a ray wiley hubbard song there you know yes. ray wiley well, i know i know ray wiley and also james mcmurtry will talk a little choctaw bingo oh he will yeah that's that's right yeah <laughs> <laughs> um Look, I right now my 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 affinity. I love that that uh, uh, Colorado and the Utah. I really I'm I really been digging the desert my last my last ten years. Yeah, I can I, I I can spend time in Utah and then come across things like Lake Powell and just be it, it hits a different frequency for me. Um, I've also you know, camped a lot in the in the lush and around the swamps in Louisiana and through uh, uh, Alabama. Spent some time in Gaston uh, and Mississippi as well. Um, the Northeast in the in the fall, I appreciate. But mm -hmm. uh, the, the forty and the seventy are two of my and the, the the ten, the forty, and the seventy are three of my past I've covered many, many, many times. And as you know, 
that northern uh, that northern route um, is just beautiful when the, when the, when the when the seasons are changing. Um, my bases have always been sort of Austin, Texas, and L.A. I've done that drive on the ten. I don't know thirty five times, um, and there are parts of that drive. You know, it's nine hundred and seventy four miles across Texas. There are parts of that drive where you can basically just lock your damn steering wheel straight. <laughs> you know, put the cruise control on 70 and you can take a nap for 30 minutes and never be out of your lane. <laughs> and, 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 and while, while that would be cool, kids don't try that at home. No, don't try that at home. <laughs> Just listen to the audio book. There yeah. you go. You know, it, it's so true. And, and there's so much magical stuff out there. And you mentioned it like, like it's a different frequency down there in the Southwest. And I, I live on the desert myself, uh, but in the Northwest, but that Southwest desert has something about it. And frequency is a good way to describe it. It's just it's just a different. The air has a different texture down there, doesn't it? Yeah, and it, and it's quiet in the day. It's loud at night. Ha! The whole you know the wilderness, Mother Nature comes alive and starts showing off at night in incredibly cool ways. Um, and the desert's super clean. I mean, I you know I, I I've grown up around heat and humidity. I don't know the dry the dry the dry desert. Something I've been appreciating. But that also, boy, if you can get up. That northern route up up to the west coast, all the way up into Vancouver, down through Idaho, and around there, like we're talking about around Missoula and stuff, is that logging country and stuff is, it's another, you really see how America is, it's it's all the countries, you see so many different things, you, 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 you think you're in Europe half the time. I've never heard anybody describe it that way, but I agree, especially in that country, it's funny how you... You, you hit on that, but I, I, I totally agree with that. You know, um, let's get, uh, let's get practical for a minute here because you are a seasoned RV traveler. And like I said, and, uh, and, and you are hooking it up and heading out every once in a while. What are some of the, the kind of more prosaic tips you might offer to somebody who's getting ready to go out, uh, and you just want to change their perspective a little bit? Um, someone who hadn't gone out yet or somebody who does go out but just wants a little POV change? Either Which one. one? Uh, okay. Either one, well, because we, that's our audience now. It's, it's okay. newbies and it's a million milers, like you say. So, you know, million milers, I believe, would agree with what I was saying earlier. You, you can do the same route you've done 150 times before, but if it's a different time of the season, it's a completely different drive, completely different new eye candy along the way. Um, you know, newbies, it's intimidating. It's, it's an intimidating idea. Trust me, the first time I got my Airstream, picked it up in Quartzsite, Arizona, which is a little favorite kind of stop along the way. I see you this year. <laughs> Quartzsite, the last, last uh, city on the 10 before you get to California out of Arizona. Uh, um, it's, it's intimidating. So when I picked up my first Airstream and I, and I, and then, you know, you get your, your guide and you, you, you look ahead, start, you know, I'll say this. I love to drive. What I have to watch sometimes is I like to drive so much. I like to see how many hours I can get in a day. Well, you don't want to do that too much. You want to slow it down. Whatever your trip is that you're going like, Hey, I got, I got two weeks to go on a trip. I want to go to 14 places. No, I suggest going, don't go to 14 places in two weeks. Go to go to seven places in yeah. two weeks. Yeah. Give yourself less driving time and make sure you give yourself time to pull up to an RV park. Call and see if you can get, if possible, 
a place, a spot at whatever trailer park on the camp's edge. And if it's possible to aim your 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 RV or your porch up to the boundary away, the mountains or the open land away from the RV park, it's basically like you you're you're the only one staying there because you have that in your eyeline. Um, nothing but nothing but open open ground in your eyeline. But call think plan out ahead. Don't always stay at the just the big uh, um, well known parks. Um, another tip: if you're going to be staying anywhere, if you're headed say west and you're going you're coming up to say uh, 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 Tucson even though Tucson's not that big of a town if it's a weekday kick out an RV park on the western side of Tucson not on the eastern side because if you're getting up to load up in the morning you miss city traffic so pick out a spot on the side on the other side of the city that you're going so when you wake up you don't have any morning traffic of a city especially if you're around big cities. Man, you sound um, you you sound like you've been there and done that. That is golden. Done all those. And then call a call call, you know, call, call ahead. Look at look in that guide of what it is you're looking for. Sometimes you got the kids with you, you want to go to one of those parks that has a little entertainment and a pool and an arcade. Other times you just want to go where it's quiet, you don't want to feel like anybody's there. Pick out a smaller little RV park outside of town. Call them up. Nancy answers. Talk to Nancy. Hey, you know how many times I've said, Nancy, you got a Southern's open Southern sky because I got my I got my my favorite football teams playing a game tonight. And I want to get my satellite needs an open Southern sky. Well, you know, between these two oak trees down there, if you park in lot thirty nine, you do have an open Southern sky, and it's right in front of the creek. Perfect, you know. So you can start to customize, but call ahead and land at your destination in your RV park. Give yourself a couple hours before sundown. You don't want to land and set up at night. Yeah. Approach where you see the whole place at day, get set up, get stabilized, get your charcoal on the fire, get your drinks made up before so you can catch sundown and ease through the night. And then also, no alarm clocks. <laughs> you don't need to wake up at six. You wake up, that's part of it. You wake up when you wake up, you stay as long as you want to stay, you leave when you want to leave. That's Matthew McConaughey. He's the author of Green Lights. Oh yeah, and he he's done a few movies too. Um but you know that already and you probably seen him on on a few Lincoln commercials over the years as well. Um Math, I'm Scott Linden. This is the RV Travel Podcast. Uh Matthew, uh the book Green Lights, New York Times bestseller, it, it, it all sorts of accoutrements to the book itself now including the audio version. Everything's available at Green Lights dot com including how to buy it and that sort of thing but out of all of that you know i'm just curious to know what will be your next green light what will be my next green light well as i say towards the end of the book i'm trying to seek solar powered green lights now not battery powered <laughs> the ones that will shine on after i am gone from this life you know what i mean so my biggest green light that I am working towards is, is, is my, is my family. You know, what's the relationship with Camilla and I, how can we grow in our relationship and build our relationship going forward together? Mm -hmm. And then what I'm really excited about is, you know, from my money, the biggest green light we can leave is our children. So I've got 12, 11 and eight right now, boy, to see them, 
if I shepherd them the right way, along with their mother, Camilla, here for their 18 or however many years they're in the house, and to see them head off, hopefully prepared to negotiate the real world on their own, and then to see them when they're 25, 30, 35, 40, 45, 50, hopefully they're independent, autonomous, confident, conscientious young men and women. That would just be a beam that would that would shine on me and shine on the rest of the world long after I'm gone. And that would be my ultimate green light. Well, that'd be a great way to stop this interview, but I have one more dumb question for you, but thank you for that food for thought. Um, Okay. You're in your Airstream, the Smithsonian version. Look around and show me one thing there. That's really important that really turns that Airstream from somebody else's into your rig. Okay. Well, Look, I've got I've got the canoe, uh, which is my original airstream. Mm-hmm. Then I have the TP, which is a small 1970 uh, shorter one, and this is a 36 footer. So I have my light switches are all in one bank. And what I did is I got this sort of switch control off of a movie I did U571. It's mm-hmm. off an S30 or S33 submarine, and I've got sort of mission control. And I basically said, look. If the light, it's got a red light and a green light. If it's green light, that means it's on. If it's red, it's off. And it's sort of a switchboard. Now, I also, in the back of my Airstream, I put my queen size bed going going um, uh, uh, east to west from, oh. and, and not, not after front. And because that gave me a little more floor space. And I raised it an extra eight inches, which gave me extra eight inches of clearance for my storage space, which under Airstreams have somewhat of a small storage space and it doesn't have that much height i've given myself another eight inches i've also opened up an inlet door that from under my bed where when you open at the back of the airstream you put stuff in storage under my bed into the cabin of my airstream is a door where if i want to slide a surfboard under there or fishing poles it can extend out from under my bed into the floor space um i have a world map over here that is backlit on a dimmer yes sir and um, it's on right now, and I have magnets for all the places I've been in the world um, on it. And that's a really cool feature. And then the other one is over here in the galley. I have one of these before food trucks for food trucks. I had this huge eight-foot window by three-foot over the galley that opens up to the outside. Um, so I also have a bar table that comes out of the side of the Airstream out, out on the side with bar stools. So I can cook in here and serve out the window. Um, that, I mean, I can keep going, but yeah, those, wow. those are some of the things. Well, well, hopefully we could keep going or we'll meet up somewhere along the way because that is incredible and useful information as well. I bet there are people writing that stuff down right now while driving carefully, of course, but, um, we could go on and on, but we won't, maybe we'll meet on the Clark fork sometime in the meanwhile, that's Matthew McConaughey. He's the author of green lights. It's an incredible book. Take my word for it. You've seen him stage and screen and everywhere in between. And he's, uh, he's one of us folks, Matthew. Thanks so much. My pleasure. And everybody out there, uh, uh, keep the shiny side up and the rubber on the road. And we'll see you out there on it. Ooh, I'm going to have to digest all that for a while. Maybe you too. Of course, the joy of podcasts is you can listen over and over virtually anywhere. Do appreciate your doing that. And just as importantly, appreciate your telling one friend. 
That's how podcasts grow. One other way is, of course, you leave us a good review or a rating at Apple Podcasts. Thank you in advance for that. Hope you enjoyed the entire freewheeling discussion with Matthew McConaughey. Thank you, Nicole, on his staff. Thank you, Matthew, for your time. I'll leave you with this. It isn't yet, but it should be a bumper sticker. Money can't buy happiness, but it can buy an RV, which is kind of the same thing. I'm Scott Linden, your host. Thanks again for listening to the RV Travel Podcast. See you down the road.